All right, everyone, welcome back to another episode of Stream of Thought, episode number 147, and we start off with uh, a journey to the shower. What happens when you turn on the faucet Just keep going. A and no to the hot shower. water comes out? Victor and I discuss. That's what it's all about, man. That's That's where life ends up taking us. And then, you know what? <laughs> there is a difference when it comes down to boomers and millennials and victor and i have a wonderful time talking about the difference and as two millennials we spend plenty of time bitching about boomers so fun times speaking of generations and the decades style and fashion i'm watching a particular documentary on netflix and i began to notice just some of the i guess you could say uh, borderline horrendous style and sense of fashion that there was in the late 80s, early 90s. And we talk a little bit about that continuation going into the turn of the century. And then we talk a little bit about Rick's backyard, a natural nature conservatory right there. Just the different animals that he sees and some of the things that he has observed amongst the critters and creatures of DuPage County. So with that being said, Episode number 147 of Stream of Thought. We hope you enjoy. Lead us with uh, the latest update in the Thorcell household. What is going on with this water heater? Bro, so, God, I, I don't even know where to begin. It was, it was something I noticed the other day. It was literally yesterday at around noon that I took a shower and I was getting ready to do my, my ministry service at uh, 5.30 and hopped in the shower and the water was, like, not warm. I, it was weird. Like, Dude, I fucking hate that when and, – and I'm going to have to interject real quick because I know you grew up with siblings, as did I, and there's probably only – you know, one shower or two, you know, maximum two showers in the household. And so when people are trying to take showers and by the time, you know, you're the third person to get in, you have about two minutes of warm water. And then it's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> right. I know. I know. It's uh, it's a point. It's a point of contention. I know that, uh, yeah, it can be a challenge for those <laughs> that have had to live in a household with uh with siblings because it's not the easiest thing to deal with but then when um you're taking a shower during the day you expect the water right. to be warm absolutely totally and i didn't think anything about it at the time and if i remember correctly you enjoy scalding hot showers <laughs> right i think yes that's a, that that is a factual statement <laughs> yes i i all right. I am. I, I just am. Make I am. Sure I had all my ducks in I a row. I am Daenerys Targaryen, in all in all okay. senses of the the person. So yeah, right. we. Uh, I I was. I I didn't think too much of it. I probably should have thought more of it. But I'm like, this is odd. It doesn't matter how hard I turn up the the heat. There there's no new heat coming in. Which, in theory, if I had been paying attention, probably would have indicated that there was something wrong. And then. I think it was today that the realization that the water heater that our family had just bought probably about no way oh, bro this was like 
it was before quarantine. I think it was actually in the fall, so less than a year old. Probably about nine months old. Wait a minute. You told this to me yeah, one time. Yeah, this was... Didn't the water heater you used to have, wasn't that like 70 years old or like something crazy That, that like was that? the furnace. Um, oh, the furnace. Right, okay. but that controlled right. the water heater. So you are correct in assuming that it's the same okay. thing. It, it was the same thing. Yes, that it was that thing <laughs> that was being replaced. And here we are about a, nine months later and... <laughs> for oh my god oh my god this has been just this has literally been the one of the most stressful weeks that i've had for many different reasons but then you add this on where my dad is trying to he's down on his hands and knees trying to like hold the button to like ignite the fuse and to see in that little box to see if there's that flame that's going up it's like hold it for one minute and uh, that he was on the phone with the the people, the customer support or whatever. So just hold it for a minute, see what happens. You know, do what you can. Hold it for a minute, nothing happened. Then that's when he called me over because here he is trying to like push his thumb down, <laughs> and here I come over and come down, and I'm on my hands and knees, just like looking at that little box of flame. And I'm like, I have a really bad feeling about this. I have a feeling because in theory, if it, if it's gonna, if it's gonna work, if it's gonna work, when you release that button, the flame will still continue to go. I'm just like, that's not gonna, uh, no, it's just, everything is aligned so that it's not gonna, I just have a feeling it's not gonna happen. And so he's like, I'm going to hold it down for two minutes and see see what happens. So two and a half minutes later, releases the button. I look at it. Flame instantly goes out. It's done. Just like, oh, God. So, yeah. So that's that's a, that's a fun little, you know, family experience that we've had today. And there there's a lot of other things right now that are just, oh, bro. So what's the next move? I don't know. You're just letting your dad deal with it. <laughs> I mean, bro, what what would you do in that instance? Like, well, this happened. I remember now. This happened to us before I moved. At some point, we got a new water heater, and it wasn't. I remember doing the same thing, barely. But I remember there being a knob, and I remember there being like a glass plate that you can see the flame through i can't remember exactly what happened i think we just because we had it installed and they would have done all of that and then i think it was like something happened where it didn't work real quick and then we fixed it and then it was fine but i remember recently a couple of years ago before moving having to do the same thing twisting a knob pushing a button looking through the i remember there I was just like, oh, I never knew there was like – I guess it's never occurred to me there was a flame and then the glass that you can see through and everything. Oh, yeah, totally. And so yeah. I, didn't, I didn't really think anything of it until you mention it now that I remember that. Yeah, so I, I have no idea considering this is like a brand new piece of equipment that you would think would be a reliable piece considering how much it cost to basically replace that massive like – 
iron cast furnace that was built back in the freaking 1920s that has been there <laughs> for however long like oh it's not gonna last you gotta you gotta get a new one in like here's the new one we're gonna give you and then it doesn't work so you know what yeah i i i don't know i mean i i i don't know enough about mechanics to uh to level a judgment <laughs> as to whether it was a worthwhile investment but from my sort of nascent view nah not worth it i mean really if it's causing this sort of less than a year in and there's problems come on come on you would expect customer support to be a little bit more helpful too other than just hold no dude this is 21st century customer support doesn't do shit hold the button down and hope for, <laughs> hope for the best yeah it's like come on I it's just... in their very nature not to do shit I yeah, mean, yeah, it, it does help sometimes, but I mean, after a while, when you're on the phone for 45 minutes and they transfer you from one person to another, let me check with my supervisor. Blah 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 blah. Five minutes, just... five minutes. That was the amount of time my parents spent on customer service. They said, "Just try and press the button. That's all we can offer at the time." It's like that's pretty wow. shitty customer support. Wow. Like, that's pretty disappointing. So, what's going on with you, man? How's life? What's going on? That's really funny. Uh, life is good. I took a nap today. It's been strange because, I mean, lately I've just been waking up so early. This is the first time that I've had to take a nap in the middle of the day. And so I woke up. I was just like kind of in a daze like, oh, what? Uh, uh. The weird thing is, so it sucked because last night I tried going to bed. I was really tired. I was like, I got to go to bed. The sun was still going down. It was like 830 didn't fall asleep until it's 8 30 i'm in bed i'm tired i can't wait to go to bed and then for some reason i can't fall asleep until 10 30 but the crazy thing is i've had it before where i go to bed at nine o'clock i fall asleep right away and then i wake up and i'm thinking to myself oh man what time is it like two in the morning three in the morning and it's 11 30 at night i've only been asleep for two and a half hours but i felt like i'd been in a giant slumber and then the weird thing is I've been waking up early, like 4, 4.30, but when I wake up, I still feel a little bit groggy, so I stay in bed until 5.30 or 6, whereas last week I was waking up at 4, 4.30, and I was ready to start the day. So I'm like, damn it, I really enjoyed that because I haven't been running early, early this morning so or in the morning, so I don't know. <laughs> but <laughs> Yeah, no. It's, uh, but I, yeah, it's strange because, I mean, there's nothing – I don't really go out into the world now that I'm not working at Sprouts, and then I uh, quit that other thing because it was too far away. So I've just been keeping busy here and there. Right. Yeah. No, I took a – I think I took a nap yesterday after I got back from the church service that I was doing and slept for like two hours, and I was just like totally out of it. I couldn't just reorient myself in that time. And then there was this cascade of events that happened where it just, it's like, oh, this is not the way that I want to wake up. And as a result, I was like, oh, okay, the frustration and anxiety that I'm feeling internally, I have to, like, I have to do something with this because it's just too much right now. So I ended up going out and run for the first time in probably about a month, which is a very 
bad thing to admit to you, but also something that is <laughs> true. So, yeah. I thought you were going to go run. I thought, like, a few days ago, you were like, I'm going to go running tomorrow morning. I was going to try. Yeah. Didn't 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 turn out well, because I had to be at didn't work. work out. Yeah, no. Just didn't work, so... Yeah, you know, it it is funny, though, because I felt this anxiety kind of building up for the past couple of weeks now, and you've you've been on the brunt of that. We've we've talked off off air about some of the things that I've been going through, and I I feel as though when it comes to, like, processing for me, it's either just venting verbally or going out on a run and just wanting to destroy the world and just using that energy just to go out there and do what I can just to exercise those demons. Well, it was crazy because that one time I told you I went running at four in the morning. Dude, I had a runner's high for four days. Right. Four whole days I had a runner's high. From one run? or like Yeah. Every... So, like, I felt amazing that day. The next day and the day, like, because my body just felt great. And it was, I'd never experienced that, that before, to have a runner's high that long. Usually it's just for the day, you know? Maybe the next day you just feel really good. Right. Your lungs are saying thank you. But for four days. Yeah. And it uh, felt really good. But, yeah, you just got to go do it. Like, yesterday, I didn't want to go to the park and... And uh, and do my sit-ups and crunches and everything. But I was just like, fuck it, Victor. You're not doing anything else. Just go do it. And so then I did it. And today I just feel a little bit sore. But I'm happy I just did it. Right. Because you can't think. When you give yourself a fraction of a second to stop and think, then it doesn't happen. You just have to make it happen. No. I totally appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah, and that's part of the reason, too, why I haven't actually fulfilled <laughs> my own my own desires to get back out there and uh, clean up my act, so to speak. When I was, uh, this was almost a year after graduating college, I had quit one job, and I was still waiting for the official offer from another, which I knew I was going to get, but it took longer than anticipated, so... I, there was six weeks where I didn't work, and then my other friend he had he had graduated a semester late, so he did four and a half years, and we were living together, and we would do p ninety x and there would be some days where we didn't want to do it, but we'd tell ourselves you know I'd say Mike or he'd say Victor, we have to we have nothing else going for ourselves right now. We're both unemployed, I'm looking for a job. You're waiting to get the official offer. We have nothing else going for ourselves. We have to do it. And so we did it. We did the P90X. <laughs> yeah, right. But that's that's one of those things where you've got to get have a good partner to be able to keep you accountable. I feel accountability is probably the hardest thing in keeping your, your maintained schedule. Like, you know. Some people have their self-motivation. I feel like you're you're a relatively self-motivated individual, but it always helps me to have others. It's hard, though, dude. Sometimes it's like you don't want yeah. to do something, and it's just so easy to just lie in bed or go on your phone or, like, find yourself something to, like, find a way to distract yourself. Oh, I'll just go for a walk or I'll read a book when really I should do something else other than reading or whatnot. Man. And uh, yeah. it's hard. But self-discipline is the highest form of self-love. So then when you just do it, it just 
I mean, you're able to, like today, there were some things I didn't want to do, but I just did it anyway, and now I'm happy that I knocked it out. Right, yeah. And, yeah, it it, it varies from person to person. I know that I, I struggle with that uh, recently, where just trying to find that self-motivation without other people to be kind of comrades in arms when it comes to the suffering that I'm going to have to go through. But, yeah. No. And it's hard when you're at home, you know? It's so hard when you're at home all day to go from one thing to another. Especially, I think we've talked about this before, where it's like, oh, you know what? Before I do this, I think I'll eat some chips or I'll make a sandwich or let me take a shower real quick. Whereas, like, if you are at work or something and you're doing something, you're out and about, you're bouncing around. I think it's easier because you're bouncing around from one thing to another. Whereas you're at, when you're at home you have to mentally be a little bit stronger because it's so easy to just take the foot off the gas and relax for five minutes. And then all of a sudden, 45 minutes later, you haven't done shit. And then, you know, an hour after that, you maybe did one thing. And so, yeah, it's tough. Well, and in regards to uh, taking the foot off the gas, I don't know if this is too off topic and let me know if this is kind of (laughs) a little too abstract. Uh, so, you know, the police to priest podcast that, uh, Joe and I have been doing for the past, he, I, and I, I think that I mentioned to you that he had offhandedly said that he wanted to end it and go to YouTube or something. I don't know how. I remember you saying that he wanted to go to YouTube, but I was under the impression that you would, the podcast would still be released, released as a podcast, an audio podcast, but then but then the visual aspect would be available on YouTube. So he doesn't want to do a podcast at all. He only wants to have it on YouTube. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's dumb because yeah. you're yeah. already doing it. So all it takes is a mouse click here and there, some minor editing, and you have a podcast. Right. But so, I, you know, I love Joe. Him and I are on the same page when it comes down to the, the hope for the progress of the church. But he also – go on. Say, I was going to say, say, I was going to say, but, but yes, but he, but continue. Oh God. Yeah. He also lives in a different world. Um, in the same world that is very reminiscent of the thing that I had to deal with, with Ray, where <laughs> I, was about to, I, was just about to say, I was thinking just that mm-hmm. I was thinking just that. Yeah. yeah. Continue. Where it's it's not it's not like Ray was a little different. Like Ray was an addict and somebody who was highly unstable when it came to like a deviation in his normal living. Like Joe has experienced the absolute high of being a human being. I mean, he was elected sheriff for Bergen County, New Jersey. Like he's fucking he's been to the mountaintop and back. Where somebody like Ray has never experienced. <laughs> success in every in any form so you know there there there's a bit of a difference there but in the same vein uh he for it was last week i think that i actually edited this out of our podcast where he said we're not going to be publishing on podcasts anymore and i just i removed that like one sentence (laughs) and then he sent me the does he listen to the episodes after they've been published or no yeah, you know, he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and he, uh, this week, uh, lightning struck the house next to the chapel and ended up causing a tree to fall down onto the yard. 
as well as the fire department coming by afterwards and saying there's another tree that's over the church the chapel as well that needs to be cut down because it's a fire hazard now that lightning has struck that so um yeah it was one of those things where i uh i didn't think too much of it in the moment where he had mentioned it last week and then he recorded the podcast for this week where we didn't do the back and forth like we normally do he just sent me the audio and I'll do the intro and conclusion like we've done in the past. And he said the same thing that we're going to stop posting podcasts. And so he's making, he's, he's made this executive decision in his mind without consulting with you so that both of you can come to a sound conclusion. Right. But it's not, it's not out of a desire to be the manager in chief or stuff like that. I I just don't think he understands that you can't. And this is something too, that for, and I feel like this podcast is probably a great example of that exact same thing where we had posted probably a good hundred plus episodes. And then we took about a six month break eight-month break, nine-month break. I, I can't remember how long it was where we didn't actually post episodes. We we were we were off the air. But at the apex of what we were doing, we were, we were getting probably about, you know, 50 to 70 downloads per episode, which for people who aren't, like, advertising or doing stuff like that, I think pretty darn good. But then you take the break, we came back, and it was at 20%. Um, right. And so so when you're trying to build something like a ministry organization, you have an audience. And when you leave that audience or diminish the content that audience expects on a regular basis, you're going to suffer the consequences of not being able to continue the momentum that is built up. And you see that in every single – both successful and unsuccessful YouTube channels where like I look at the, the raise channel for the, the stupid drywall channel. <laughs> he stopped posting on the same regular basis and you saw it was, it was a perpetual incline. And then the moment that he took executive control, it dropped off, totally dropped off. And it was like an 80% decrease. And that, when it comes to, like, social media, there's, like, basic things that people need to understand when it comes to inter uh, interrelational components and the social media dynamic that we deal with on a regular basis. We're doing a podcast. Ideally, we would love for people to hear us, but we also know that it takes time to get to that point. And it takes time to be able to build that. And when you interrupt that, People are going to move on. There's plenty of other things that you could be listening to right now. You're listening to us, and that's great, but we also know that if we're not here, <laughs> it's not like we're going to be missed. And that's that's kind of the thing that I want to get across to him, but I want to say it in a way that's not mean because there there is growth and there is positive, like there's potential in what we've been doing but also the realization of the macroeconomics of digital media and the ability to be able to harness the growth and to ride the wave 
which requires sort of this consistent element of if you're doing a weekly podcast, it's got to be weekly. You can't just suddenly say, nope, we're going to do it monthly and we're only going to do it on YouTube. Like, you can't expect. He wants to do it monthly? Once a month, yeah. He doesn't, no. He, you may as well just not do it at all. And that's kind of, and yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, and that's kind of where I find myself right now. Once a that, week is the absolute bare minimum. We're in episode number uh, 36 this week, I believe. And 36 weeks, every Sunday, without fail, we put out a podcast. And it's grown slowly, but it's growing. And to say suddenly we're going to, like, shut off the spigot, what does that mean? What Like, that's that doesn't do good for anything. Like, there is no positive outcome that will result from making that dramatic alternate change. And here he he's, uh, when he sent me the audio for, for what I was going to announce, he's like, oh, yeah, no, we're only going to do it once a month now. Uh, just like, I, what do I do with that? What do I do with that? Because it this is what feels you do. Like... You ask him, you ask him, Joe, what has been one of your favorite television shows in the last 30 years prior to Netflix and all this shit happening with the way that entertainment has changed. What has been one of your favorite television shows? And then ask him, what do you think would happen if they no longer aired an episode on a weekly basis? And instead at the apex, well, I mean, you guys are only at an apex right now. I mean, I don't know, but you know, what would happen in, you know, season three of cheers if they went ahead and they just, Said, we're, we're, we're gonna once a we're, month we're gonna instead take, of once yeah, a week, yeah. right? Yeah, you gotta tell you gotta you gotta ask him that question in a way that he would understand, right? I mean, I don't know how well he would. Ex- I don't know how well someone um, would comprehend. Th- you know that going from podcast to YouTube doesn't translate in terms of an audience following because they have found their the way that they want to consume that but yeah ask them dude what do you think would have happened to cheers or friends or seinfeld or frazier or spin city or any other popular show that if they went ahead and only posted or posted if they only aired an episode uh once a month instead of doing it on a weekly basis by the way spin city Solid reference right there. That was that was with uh, with Michael Michael uh, Michael J Fox. Michael J yeah. Fox. Thank you. Yes, I think Heather I was like, Locklear was on the show. Yeah, too. dude. I I, I love Spin City. That was great, dude. So I'm watching the um, I'm watching the Last Dance on Netflix about the Bulls. And I was I'm, going to I, that that is my that is on my my two watch thing that I'm definitely going to be watching this weekend. Dude, it's ten episodes. I'm in the middle of the fourth episode. And I'm watching this thing, and I'm looking at these these clothes, the style and the suits and everything. I'm like, oh, my goodness. How could people have worn those? Why are they so giant and baggy and tacky and just – what is this? And it's crazy because how do you – how do people not see it in the moment? And it's only visible, you know – 20 years later that you can see how ridiculous some of the fashion is and it's it's weird because i would i want to say 
I mean, the same goes for like if you think back to the just kind of the overall culture and and zeitgeist of the fifties and sixties and seventies, and you look at style, you can kind of you can understand it a little bit. You know, it's very unique, and even the seventies, it's a little ridiculous with the giant flap collars and the bell bottoms and the crazy hair, but it. It fit. It had a particular flavor. And I feel with the 90s, I look at some of this stuff. I'm just like, what is this? What is this? It's so weird. It's so weird looking back at the 90s because, yeah, not just like Last Dance. I haven't seen that yet. But, bro, like some of this stuff. And I wonder, like I genuinely wonder what we wear right now. Like how – what's the longevity of the outfits that we actually – wear right now and we look back in 10 to 20 years from now it's like what what were we thinking like what in the world was going on there i feel as though yeah i don't know it's generational but at the same time i also appreciate yeah that it's it it's just nuts it's nuts to see how people dressed just normally back then it's like not in a million years i'm a very fashion like (laughs) <laughs> a fashion deficient individual but fashion i would inept <laughs> inept yes i'd never <laughs> never ever ever wear what some of those guys wore it's so strange look at pay attention when you watch it just pay attention to the suits that people are wearing in particular the uh <laughs> the pattern on ties the pattern on people's ties really so okay goofy and you see some of the people's hairstyle too and it's like whoa what what is going on but i guess that was the late 80s early 90s it's so strange but yes i too am looking forward to seeing um what i i I don't even know i don't even know if i'd be embarrassed to see pictures of myself now or the last five to ten years 30 years from now you know because again if you go back like you look at someone from the from the 60s yeah, it's totally different, but it was pretty trendy in the 70s, too, and the 50s was real clean cut. 80s, I don't really have as much of a grasp on. It was kind of a little out there, radical, you know, is probably the best fitting term. But there was, at least when I see these things, there's some understanding. And with the 90s and even like early 2000s, I'm just like, what is, what's with the the tie patterns and the baggy suits and the, in the 2000s you got the hair gel and the frosted tips what is what is going on frosted. can someone please explain to me what is happening <laughs> the frosted tips oh yeah. my god well like when we were growing up too uh one of the one of the big things was the cowlick that people were obsessed with having the hair gel to make a yeah i'm guilty Guilty as charged. Wait, I you did, uh, you made a little a... bit of hair gel. No, a little bit of hair gel. No. Yeah, when I was like, I mean, but here's the thing too. I was eleven or twelve. You know what? That's a lie. I think I did hair gel a little bit when high school started. Oh fuck. <laughs> but yeah, you know, I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. It was really big in middle school. That's what I remember. It when was... you put the gel in, and the top and the front part of your hair is flipped up a little bit. Wow, I cannot believe I'm even remembering or talking about this. What a time. That That's so is funny. Delightful. Oh my god. I so literally the only thing that I remember about like f- like ha- fashion hairstyle was that 
there was somebody in junior high at Hadley who had mentioned, oh, like, you must have it easy. You have a natural cowlick or something like that. And I never realized that my hair, like, naturally goes out in the same way that people were gelling their hair for a duration of, I don't know how long the the trend was. I mean, it was while we were in junior high, but yeah, dude, like I, I was like, Oh, that's, I, that was the, the first time that I realized, Oh, okay. So there's actually style associated with hair. Yeah. I have a, I have a small cowlick, but you can only, it's only noticeable when my hair is buzzed when it's extremely short, but you, you like you, like, do you fashion your hair still? Like, obviously you have longer hair. Do you do stuff with it? Do you like no. make it look I a just certain let it way? Hang. No, I just let it. I let it hang down low, or I just pull it back. Wow, I can't really do any. I mean, guys don't do stuff when a guy has long hair. You don't. It's not like women's hair. You know. Right. Yeah. No. I, I mean, I, all I do is I get – I actually did get a haircut the other day, and I just had him take a couple inches out and just do a little bit of layering so it's not so bulky. So it's just – it feels a lot lighter. Wait, you got a and haircut? That's about you, it. You got a haircut? Yeah. You did? I had, uh, you went to a place? Yeah. I had – no. They, well, they're closed, so I had someone come over to my apartment and cut my hair. No shit. How'd that turn yeah. out? Turned out great. But it, um, it did – Okay, so let me tell you this. He did a great job cutting my hair, but he was telling me, um, he was telling me like, oh, because he cut my hair last time, like in February, at the end of the at the end of February before all this happened, and I was at the salon and he cut my hair, and then this time he came to my apartment and he said to me, oh yeah, I decided I'm not gonna rent even when the salons open up again. I'm not gonna rent a chair. It's just way too slow. I'm only gonna make house visits and for me i don't want the house visit i mean i'm happy with the haircut he did a really great job Uh but it's like i'm not trying and i cleaned up the hair it's on the it was on the tile so it was really easy to just vacuum up but at the same time it's like i'm not i don't want to be in my house when i'm getting my haircut i just want to i want to go out it's something for me to do to go out and do something you know, bro, bro, you just need to find the right barber. That's what it comes down to. Once you find that person who knows your hairstyle, it's so much easier than having to like explain to them what it is that you want done with your hair. <laughs> like what, what is going to happen after you're done? Uh, because dude, that's exactly why I don't go to the barber because the barber, <clears throat> I mean, when I think of a barber, I think of someone who cuts, I think of busy B bro. I think of Busy Bee and I think of barbers that have all that live in the barbershop that have not left in 40 years. And I think of the same haircut over and over. Now there are barbers that you know will style your hair a certain way that are more hip. I just get but when I think of barber, I think of Busy Bee downtown Glen Ellen and I think of people getting the same haircut over and over and over. I want some style. I want a little pizzazz. I want something new. So, and there are, you know, barbers that can do that, but at the same time, I just think barbers are more attuned to doing things with short hair, where you have someone like a stylist out of a salon is more, uh, 
in tune to do something with long hair. Well, so, like, what is, as somebody who's only had short hair my entire life, what does style and pizzazz actually mean? I'm, I'm, I'm very interested. <laughs> I, I have no oh idea what goodness. that actually means, dude. You know, like getting a, like getting, if it's, I see it a lot. Um, I see it, be, it's kind of like the, the latest trend these days, and I see it in Instagram and stuff, but getting a fade. You know where you go to the barbershop at wherever, Busy Bee, for example, and you get the standard, I don't know. I can't remember what the numbers are. You know, you get maybe a number two on the sides and a number four on top. It's very, uh, it's, it's, how could you, it's very plain Jane where it, I don't okay. know how to explain it. Yeah, I no, just need to no, show no, you a picture. Uh, yeah. I can't explain it. I need no. to show you a picture. <laughs> oh, come on, man. I think you understand. Uh, well, cause, okay. So. Like, for example, um, I'll do a number number four on top, number two on the side, and then, you know, the trims around the ears and stuff like that. That's about the extent of my knowledge when it comes to haircutting. And I feel as though there is there is a secret uh, element to haircutting that I have not been exposed to. And I feel like you, as somebody who cares very much about your hairstyle... <laughs> actually does so i don't know i i feel like there there is some some x factor that i'm not really getting what what yeah, what's the, what's the x factor like what's the x x factor when it comes to like getting your hair cut okay so when you get your hair cut how much time does it take uh 20 minutes average right 15 20 15 to 20 right the X factor is the amount of time and care that goes into the cut as opposed to 15 or 20 minutes. Boom, boom, done. Okay, right. Yeah, you know? yeah. That's I, the X factor, the amount of time and care. The right. X factor is the art, right? Okay. There is a difference between people like you, you and me who mow the lawn and people who are hired professionals that maintain the landscape of professional arenas and fields. That, that That's the difference. That is a damn good analogy right there. <laughs> that is the difference. That's very solid. Whereas I'll, I'll just fucking plow over anything. Same with my hair. Fucking do my own hair. Buzz my own head. <laughs> but I feel like there's an art to it that I don't fully understand. And, and there's more, right? And I, I mean, when you, when you dress up and you go outside, you throw on your jeans, you throw on your sneakers, and you throw on a shirt. Yeah, dude. Or, yeah. or you know, are you gonna get your? And and everyone's different, but you know, bro. Like, are you gonna go out there with a pair of Levi's and New Balance and a fucking T-shirt from Old Navy, or are you gonna dress it up and get a pair of raw denim that's Taylor Stitch, Patara shoes, and you know, w- and and put on a couple layers to dress it up. It's all about it's it's all about the art. It is right. About the art. And everybody yeah. everybody has different strengths and passions about something. And there is an art. For example, there is an art behind behind cleaning. There is care behind people who are street sweepers or clean houses for a living, 
or our stylus or whatever it is. But once your heart enters the equation, it's a whole new world. It means something. It's a it's a element right? of your personality kind of shining through. Like when I ask you, or if I ask your brother, like I don't see what's the big deal with building your own computer? Why don't you just buy one? What's yeah. the, why would I build my yeah, own computer? Yeah, yeah. Why would I build my own computer? Let me tell you why I'd build my like, you know? Yeah. So totally. So yeah. okay, fair enough. Yeah, I think that's. Speaking of mowing lawns, uh, did I uh-huh. mention to you that? Uh, so I I mentioned in the past about the raccoons and the little raccoon family. Right. Turns out that there are some other creeter critter. Critters, creatures, 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 critters, 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 critters and creatures, critters and creatures combined together. Yes. Um, So we we have had some very odd animals over the past, like the time that I've lived in this area where there's wolves, there's deers, there's all these different animals that that come by. And it was a couple of days ago where we had the raccoon family that is still there with the four cubs. They may be less now considering the, (laughs) the violent nature of uh, the animal kingdom. But what was so weird was the lights were off again and came out and I saw the, the raccoon and the, the cubs go up in the tree but then there was another creature coming across and it looked like a hot dog like like one of those long dog like like hot dog oh, yeah. dogs yeah. where it's just slinky like, from toy story like slinky from toy story exactly yeah, okay. <laughs> i was like what the hell is that and then it took me like two seconds to realize that's a fox. We've got a fox here hunting the little baby raccoons. We are becoming a nature conservatory where there's just animals running galore all over the place. Animals of all different types. I was like, there's a fox now. There's multiple foxes. There's I just, I, I don't know what to make of this. It, it's just, it feels crazy every time you go out. You see a new coalescing of animals, whether they're birds or mammals, and they're just here. And they're, like, they're just, you know, absorbing the nature that is around them. It, it's crazy. So you had never seen how – it's strange. So still being there, there's always something new is what you're saying. You're never surprised by what you see. And the ducks, they're, they, you saw them one time and they're gone. That's the thing is that passing through. I am always surprised. I am always surprised by the new animals that end up wandering through the yard because the ducks came through and it was that family of five male ducks that just decided to like traverse the yard and then go back and hadn't seen them since. And now we're seeing a fox coming around trying to go around the area where the little raccoon family is that feeding off the bird seed going up in the trees and then disappearing when I step out and my my presence is made known so yeah it it's crazy I I I don't know what to make of it 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 kind of is a surreal experience we've got um I've never seen one but we've got mountain lions out here 
Mountain lions? Not, no shit. There aren't very many. I need to look online and check because I think they've – I believe all of them have been tagged and they monitor where they are, I think. But I do know one or two have been killed trying to cross the freeway because where I am, where the 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 hills – well, like small mountains really – there's a ton there's a ton of that all over the place and all the hiking trails and everything and so uh a lot of the time when you're when you're walking around there'll be signs that say you know beware mountain lion but that is the one that's the greatest predator that we have out here and then there's rattlesnakes and other random stuff but that's the biggest one <laughs> So you have limited exposure to to nature just uh, <laughs> coming forth and exposing yeah, yourself. Yeah, because to you. I mean, yeah. everything is very. I mean, it's not like back home where, especially your area, there's a lot of forest. You know, right? Yeah. And the only spot where there's really any uh, any of that is up in the hills. Or by Griffith or something, but not really where I mean I'm right at the bottom of it, but not like in the actual city or suburban part. I never see any. I don't see animals too often out here. But then again, I'm in a part of town that's more heavily trafficked as opposed to somewhere that's uh, quieter. Right. You know. Yeah. But well. God bless. Yeah, man, animals, God. critters and creatures. <laughs> critters Love. and creatures. God bless nature. Do you have uh do you have anything else? Nope. I don't have anything. I feel like this episode has been a uh, a little shorter than the last several episodes we've done. Still clocking in at about 45 minutes or so. Yeah. But all the other episodes have been at about an hour. I don't know. Maybe it was because we were bitching for a little bit. That that made, <laughs> yeah. that might look <laughs> I feel as though that always that always makes time go by so much faster. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, if, the, if you don't have anything else to add, I guess that's it for this one, right? Number one forty-seven in the books. One forty-seven in the books. All right. All right. Until next time. Peace.